Attention! The following podcast contains discussions about more graphic content than usual. So if you're watching the video version on YouTube and want us to show any of the graphic imagery from the topic in question, go watch the actual movie and or show in question. YouTube's algorithm's not going to be very happy if we show graphic images. However, if you've been listening to just the audio version, you've been warned. Have a nice day. The following podcast contains assloads of spoilers. We here at Two Nerdskies in a Podcast are firm believers in preserving all the surprises of a genuine film viewing experience. And Bruce Willis was a ghost the whole time. Alright, you primitive screwheads, listen up. Oh my god, I smell shenanigans! I have no idea what's going on, but I am excited! Yeah, baby, yeah! Ever dance with the devil? Well, hello everybody. Welcome back to Two Nerd Skis and a Podcast, or the one show where two nerd skis like to come together and talk about everything pop culture and entertainment. Of course, as always, I'm Eric. Sup? <laughs> and that's Jeff. Well, thanks guys for coming back. Um, we are back with a brand new video episode, and we're here to talk about something uh, in the water, if you will. So, um, Jeff, I'm actually going to let you go ahead and take the reins on this. Uh, what we got today, buddy? Oh, we are going to talk about uh, a certain little movie that came out in the summer of 2019. Uh, movie that kind of came completely out of nowhere, and even uh, it was barely on my radar. Uh, I just randomly caught the trailer one day, and after seeing that trailer, I just said to myself, "I'm in." And goddamn. Uh, you ever see a movie that you feel like you know exactly what you're getting yourself into and then you come out of it just thinking wow they uh they actually tried fuck yeah <laughs> and that was my experience with crawl the one of the uh surprise hits of uh of 2019 it uh, had a very modest budget of about 10 15 million before marketing and it almost uh i think it grossed like just a little over 90 million dollars so uh, more than double you know definitely made its money back um yeah this uh fucking little movie about alligators uh going after a daughter and father in a uh, little hurricane to say the least if it sounds uh bare basic that's because it is bare basic as fuck and yeah so eric uh what did you know about this movie before experiencing it so from what i remember so i remember i was working at a movie theater at the time um that this movie came out and i kind of remember like seeing the trailer and i was i was i was watching it and i was kind of just like <laughs> this is I'm going to be honest. I thought it was completely fucking stupid. Uh, this, this whole 
concept of like, oh, alligators coming in and uh, during a hurricane and they're coming in the house. I remember seeing the trailer. So um, seeing that there's that one shot that's in the movie where um, Haley, the character Haley, like she like she's locked herself in the shower as the room is flooded with water and there's an alligator trying to get in. And I'm like, the glass is going to break. The glass is going to break. This is so fucking stupid. Um, and that was about, let's see, that's 2019. It's 2020. It has been three years since I said that. Um, so I, that was my impression at the time. I thought it was just kind of, just really kind of just a dumb movie to be honest. But seeing it now, I'm like, you know what it, so I mean, there's not really much to say about this. Like you said, it's really kind of just a basic kind of just real critter kind of like creature feature of the week kind of movie where um well luckily it's not nothing supernatural along those lines it's really just kind of a just a fun movie from just kind of start to finish um you know exactly what you get yeah you have the basic premise of course a young woman uh who's a swimmer uh, needs to go retrieve her dad from under the crawl space of uh their old family home during a category five hurricane there are alligators and all of a sudden uh chaos ensues and uh, it's it it is very simple it is a very basic plot and you know what you know they they pulled it off um it's unfortunate though that the alligators uh i mean obviously they couldn't use real alligators but um the cgi in this was very apparent but they did the best they could so you know what i'll give them credit for that but yeah it's that's really all I have to say on that. We can definitely get more into it, but this is very much basically my impression of it. It's it, it's fun. It, it it is. It's serviceable. It is what it is. And you know what? On those lines, I I appreciate it for what it is, and I think that's what ultimately why the movie works. You know, I love this movie. I love this movie so goddamn much. <laughs> to me, well, would you like to elaborate? To me, it's. So let's say um, probably one of the best examples I can think of right now, when you when you when you look at a movie at like Tremors, for example, it's a movie that takes its premise and executes it perfectly for what it was setting out to do. It took full advantage of its crazy premise. It just fucking went for it didn't bullshit around it got right to the point gave you pretty much what you expected but still still finding ways to be really creative with it and that's exactly what this movie did it's to it takes full advantage of its crazy premise it actually grounds it in a somewhat realistic scenario uh, i mean i i have no idea how realistic the behaviors of the alligators are but in terms of making them feel like a threatening presence i think the movie accomplished that i like how they're uh while they're on land they're slow moving and they're dragging themselves around you know kind of like how a real alligator would so it gives it that extra sense of realism right there i love uh what i what also really uh, caught me off guard though was I thought the uh, the performances were legit, really fucking good. I'm blanking on the I'm blanking on the uh, actress's name, but she did a 
fucking phenomenal job, I thought. Uh, because the entire movie is carried on her shoulders. Like, if her performance did not work, this movie would have no- nothing for you to really root for. But I think she fucking brings it. She uh, she does she does uh, a lot of really well uh, well done acting with uh, with her emotions. I think uh, the character is just a you know it's it's not like the most psychologically deep. Uh, character depth but you know what for a movie that's cutting right to the chase but still needs to give you some a somewhat manageable level of investment it does just enough to keep you invested to keep you watching so that you're out of focus right there uh (laughs) it keeps you engaged it keeps you you want to see these characters make it out and you know her father played by barry pepper uh i think it does a really good job at showcasing the drama going on in their family without going insanely overboard with it like it's not melodramatic like it feels it feels grounded and just enough and what i also really appreciate is that well for one I'm a fucking sucker for creature features, especially theatrically released creature features. When one comes out and there's a decent amount of money put behind it and a good level of of craftsmanship, I get fucking excited for it. And what this movie, uh, what this movie I thought delivered exceptionally well was not only a very well done creature feature, but a decently well done disaster movie which I'm also kind of a sucker for. So two, uh, two subgenres that I always have a, a soft spot for thrown together and both elements work very well. So not only do you have the alligators that are uh, relatively threatening antagonists, you have, you have the, uh, the ticking, uh, ticking uh, clock element added in there with the rising waters of the hurricane. And, not only do they have to deal with the alligators, but they have to continue battling the elements. And what I also like is how it doesn't, for the most part, it stays confined to the uh, to the crawl space, but it takes uh, it takes a few opportunities to venture outside in the nearby area, and you're able to see the alligators tear shit up on you know people who are ravaging through you know, like a, a, the local convenience store. And so they, they have a little bit of fun right there. Uh, you know, they have to get from point A to point B out in the open and try to slowly move around with, with all the alligators swimming around. The, they end up back in the house where it's, at, where it's completely flooded and they have to try to maneuver around that. And it takes full advantage, like pretty much what I wanted to see out of a crazy premise like this. I thought it fucking delivered. So I, I think this movie is an absolute blast. And it's honestly one of my favorite creature features ever. Well, I guess you and I kind of differ in there. I mean, I definitely don't think this movie sucks. Like, there is, as you said, there is a lot of care and effort put into it. And it shows. So, I mean, ultimately, I would say it's probably not for me. But it's definitely not a movie I would say no in terms of watching it. let's say if i was watching it with you or if i was watching a friend i'd be like yeah sure pop it on let's watch it um but yeah no it, it's definitely it's it's very simplistic in its design and the the idea of the 
twisting of both genres works. And I like the plot setup, of course. You have, um, yeah, so you have Haley. So she's played by Kaya Scodelario. Um, and yeah, she's she's really great in the role. I actually, yeah, I thought she was a really good protagonist. Yeah, she, she's going, she's a, she's a University of Florida swimmer. Um, she's kind of feeling down and out uh, after her practice. Um, and then she's get a, she gets a call from her sister that like, hey, go check in on dad. And so she goes to check in on dad at, at, her, at his condo, but he's not there. It turns out he's got the old uh, family home. And so she's going to go over there to see how he's doing. She brings her dog, Sugar. And I'm like, I will, I will not lie. The entire time I'm watching this, I'm thinking like, please tell me the dog doesn't die. Please tell me the dog doesn't die. Please tell me the dog doesn't die. We'll reveal the fate of the dog later at the end of the movie. Um, so, <laughs> so I mean, it, it, again, it's a very, it's very basic. So she goes to, so she goes to the house, um, finds her dad in the crawl space. He's somewhat been injured, although I like it. Before she runs into the alligators, you kind of find it like, how the hell did he like get injured or whatnot? Because he hadn't been answering his phone, but yeah, because the first time I saw her like kind of lift up the shirt and I saw like the blood and look like bite marks or claw marks, I'm like, oh, did the alligators kind of get to him already? I know he definitely got a limp, and let me let me tell you, like uh, even though it's CGI, just the just when he when he has to set his leg so he can maneuver again, ooh, that, oh ooh, yeah, <laughs> oh, it's a little bit bone crunching, and I'm not gonna lie, I'm like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay um but yeah no again very it's very basic very simple but again they know how to utilize their setting they know how to utilize their story and their budget and it shows on screen so yeah no props to it yeah it the characters of Haley and dave um kaya and barry at pepper's characters um yeah no they you kind of get a basic idea of what their family background is like. It sounds like her dad um, feels like he's kind of in the way of her life or whatnot, but she's like, uh, no, I want you back in my life. And like, she kind of, I guess her parents are divorced. And so she kind of blames her dad for, uh, well, no, she doesn't blame her dad. She blames herself for getting in the way of um, their marriage, but no, that's not the truth. It's just, you know, over time after the kids get, you know, grow apart, then the, then the parents just don't really know how to love each other anymore or whatnot. But, you know, you can tell that you can definitely tell that, um, Haley and Dave do truly care for each other as, um, father and daughter would. Um, and then once you, so when you first meet the alligators, you're like, holy crap, that kind of popped out of nowhere. Um, and, uh, you're just kind of like, well, I was a little bit distracted because I was just like, okay, this is so... So, obviously, it's it's a modest, modest budget movie. The CGI shows. Um, I'm kinda, I would, I would it kind of took the, me out of the movie a bit, but... The CG that was just is def- it's definitely inconsistent, but I think, uh, like, personally, I think gators are fucking terrifying. And yes, they are. I think it's one of those cases where... Uh, because it take because it does a uh, because it primarily takes place within that crawl space, you're able to uh, immerse yourself. The, fuck this fucking autofocus. Uh, <laughs> so you're able to really project yourself into the environment and the situation that they're in. And I think 
uh, you know, once you're able to kind of put yourself in there, you know, you think, well, shit, what would I do right there? Would I be able to keep my cool? Would I, uh, and honestly, I, uh, yeah, I don't think I would have made it. I would have, I would have been, uh, probably would have ended up like Wade, poor Wade. Actually, I think his name is, uh, Wayne, but I, I, I... who the fuck cares? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm surprised you, I'm surprised you didn't mention like any of the, um, forgettable uh, characters who uh, loot the grocery, I mean, the gas station across the street. I mean, I briefly um, mentioned that, but yeah, so kind of so kind of going back to, well, for one, I like how they, uh, because if there was like a massive, you know, Category 5 hurricane going on, you know, of course there's going to be a couple of fucking idiots staying back to, to loot, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, so I like how it kind of addressed that, and I like, uh, well, plus just like, I love uh, I love the shot of the uh, you know Haley. So Haley's trying to get their attention, and she's shining a light through uh, you know uh, from under the house. And one of them is uh, you know starting to vaguely see it. And as he's walking towards the foreground, you see his girlfriend getting fucking munched on in the background. Uh, it's ki- pretty brutal. Ki- kind of blurred out, and I thought that was great. And uh, and then immediately you know it cuts to uh, like. I'm assuming he's like a little brother or something and he's inside the store and he sees the shit happening outside and then the gator swims inside the store and eats him right there. I'm like, well, shit, an alligator just fucked up some dude in a flooded convenience store. That's kind of kind of fantastic. Well, OK, so I'll, I was going to wait till later, but I'm going to mention it right now. So um, so later when Wayne and his partner like show up, um so as as Wayne's looking for um, his butt, uh, looking for Haley and uh, Dave, his partner is kind of just like I guess there's like crud on the on the spinner of their boat, and he's trying to clear it out. Unfortunately, he gets caught by the alligators. I love his death. That, <laughs> that death is my was favorite death in the entire movie. It is it is brutal. It is so obviously fucking cgi'd faked but god damn it who the fuck cares at that point you're just like all right all right this this is what i came for i I mean so basically how it happens he like it's he's like he's dragged down and then he gets thrown by an alligator and then like as he's lying there four alligators descend upon him they all grab him by directions and then my favorite part is just like when the one alligator just like grabs him by the head death rolls just like spins the head till it's ripped off and you're just like wow man this they went for this shit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i'm also so fucking glad that they kept this movie rated r because you know there you have you have the potential to make a somewhat decent creature feature pg-13 like i i just rewatched uh, the shallows with uh, blake Live- lively and i think that's a legit solid movie and you know the uh uh, but you know that that's definitely more of a uh, uh, I'd say that that's more of a survival premise that can stay within the confines of a PG thirteen rating. But with something mm-hmm. like this and how far more brutal and out in the open gators are with attack with attacking things compared to sharks, you know, because when you do a shark movie, you know, you can just have someone pulled underneath the water and you can just leave the rest of the imagination. Uh, very simple, very simple stuff. Yeah, yeah. so it cuts down, uh, you know, 
you know, it's uh, easy kill and can be somewhat effective and also don't have to go all in on the violence, but mm-hmm. that would not work for a movie like this. And that's why I respect the shit out of it because it just embraces exactly what it is. It gets creative. I think it gets pretty, uh, pretty damn creative with uh, not only its kills, but just uh, the overall attacks. Like whenever one of the characters gets uh, gets bitten, like you, you feel that pain, man. And eee, yeah, especially what happens to Dave later on towards the end of the movie, and you're like, "Fuck, Jesus!" Oh yeah. And I, I also love. Uh, so not only, so it definitely has its gory mo- moments, but. I also really, uh, I really enjoy just the uh, the quieter moments when they're just trying to like when they're just trying to get from point A to point B, and just trying not to make a sound. And it, uh, I think it, it uh, builds uh, builds tension very very well in those moments, especially uh, like uh, there's one moment where Haley's trying to get from point A to point B in the crawl space and just slowly inching her way around and. Uh, really effective jump scare also when uh when she uh so it was like right when she was trying to grab her cell phone uh, and right when she grabs it another gator pops out of nowhere and she and flashlight it, right i was thinking about that yeah and then it yeah uh, that one it, mm-hmm. it attacks her thrashes her around and i also uh also pretty much right off the almost right off the bat uh Haley gets fucked up and you know, like it, yeah, especially her right leg, and then later she gets like bitten on the shoulder, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and so it's uh, and so it really emphasizes the uh, the danger that uh, that that's occurring with uh, with these alligators, but also you know the there's the danger of of the storm, and mm-hmm. it's uh, it's more or less like a, a background presence, but towards the climax that's when the disaster movie elements really start to kick in and right and and honestly uh the effects for you know for the actual hurricane i think are actually very well done surprisingly uh you know also given the uh, the smaller budget and when um what the fuck was i gonna say shit Well, if I can really quickly say real quickly uh, on along those lines, since you know, since we're talking about the danger of everything, it kind of shows a little bit of pretty good character um, be- development or just character establishment for at least for both Haley and Dave, because we get to see that. Um, so we see that, like, I guess Dave has like a plumbing service or whatnot, or, or some sort of construction service. But I think just being around uh, her father. Haley uh, has learned to be pretty resourceful. So, like, as soon as she knew she was bleeding pretty badly, she basically took some par- part of her clothing, ripped it up to make kind of like she knew to stop the bleeding, kind of make a makeshift tourniquet. Um, definitely, Dave, like when he got the limp, he also uh, like wrapped up, like he wrapped his leg around. He knew that he was gonna have to like be quiet about it because he knew that shit was going to hurt or to reset it in place so it could heal later um yeah so i i like how like it basically causes the character it makes the your two main characters to be resourceful and solving their problems um in this case so i i appreciate that on that front so yeah um 
there's actually something also I wanted to mention too along those lines, which is kind of like shadowing in this movie. Um, I like, yeah, you mentioned the crawl space, obviously. So a, a good portion of this movie takes place in the aforementioned crawl space. Um, I like how everything is lit. We mentioned you. We mentioned how, like, obviously the gators are very CGI, but re- historically speaking, CGI, I mean, or just shadows in general help hide a lot of the obvious like oh this is fake or whatnot and i feel like it's kind of pulled off in this way or whatnot i at least that's how i feel about it yeah so i would say um probably the uh, the night and day example uh so with uh do you ever see lake placid so of course i mean i am very much aware of lake placid i have never seen it surprisingly um i probably well i know that's stan that's a stan winston movie right yeah so the uh so the practical croc uh that they built for it looks pretty damn good uh you know it's slow moving it's you know it feels like there's weight to it and however when it switches over to cgi it's running around it like at very unrealistic speeds for the weight of that animal and Uh it just sucks it makes it feel like a lifeless object like it really feels like they're just running away from you know like a a glob of cgi pixels so it it ruins you know the uh, the threat or it takes away the the tension i feel Mm -hmm. because you're no longer believing that that's a creature going after them and so i would say uh you know yeah it's uh the gators aren't as polished as they could have looked you know if it had a slightly bigger budget maybe that uh you know that wouldn't be a a major point of concern but i feel the effort was at least there to make them feel like the threatening uh like threatening antagonists uh you know because they're slow moving they feel they have a very menacing presence, and I like uh, I like how they have that uh, creepy hiss that uh, that gators give off. Uh, so I think the effort was definitely made to ground uh, ground the gators in a in in a real sense of uh, realism, and I think that's definitely one of the major benefits of this movie. I feel, and I feel like. Any, uh, you know, if, if there were lesser talent behind the camera, uh, you know, a lesser director, lesser cinematographer, a lesser screenwriter, then you just have dumb as fuck characters uh, who just make the most illogical decisions left and right. Uh, you're just waiting for the kills, just like, all right, come on, let's get this shit over with. And then when they eventually happen, you know, they're maybe they'll be okay, but you know just nothing will probably stick out you know just mm-hmm. there's no sense of creativity i would say that's a good portion of sci-fi channel creature features you know just <laughs> and yeah this movie could have easily fallen into all those traps but you have relatively smart characters played by good actors you have a pretty tight screenplay that just tells it how it is gets from point a to point b uh you know it doesn't it doesn't drag i don't think there's any moment i would really take out of the movie it's 
it gives you exactly what you expect and it doesn't overstay its welcome at all it's barely 90 minutes and yeah it just leaves that right amount of intent uh of intrigue to where you want to see these characters survive so this is one of those i call perfect uh like perfect late night movies where you just you put something on uh something that's easy to watch and you don't need a tremendous amount of thought going in but it's not insulting your intelligence i guess i'll bring up lake placid again uh so lake placid fucking sucks uh because the that's what i hear the characters are dipshits uh despite having the greatest president in movie history in there uh bill pullman bill motherfucking pullman uh but you have very terribly written characters with zero depth uh you have a you have a premise that does not live up to its potential in any way shape or form you have very weak kills despite having an r rating uh it's it sells you one thing but delivers the uh, polar opposite experience and that piss honestly like it it pissed me off on uh, my my most uh, recent watch of it and honestly because i like i said i, I grew up on creature features and when uh when it came to you know things like uh involving crocodiles or alligators you know it was either lake placid because that was the only movie out that really had some money behind it at the time mm -hmm. or you know straight to straight to video trash that i would get from hollywood video so it was like all right well i can get the the fun trash or i can see the one that looks a little more polished but you know i can it's this or nothing but now that we have movies like crawl or have even had other movies like rogue from 2007 which is fan fucking tastic by the way isn't that uh that's an australian movie about crocodiles right yep yep okay see so, yeah so that that movie is how you do a giant croc movie right and actually we should probably talk about that someday that movie fucking slaps uh um, oh, that's interesting okay so Lake Plaza, you know, tried to sell you on a crazy premise, but shit the bed. This movie also sells you on a crazy premise, but takes full advantage of that of that premise, and it gives you like there's actual craftsmanship in the filmmaking. Like it still gives you that bare bones white knuckle thriller that you expect out of it, but it also knows what it is and never really lo loses track of it like it's it's not like you know the most intelligent screenplay ever written or anything but no it's not like for anyone who is interested in making a creature feature uh but wants to do one quote-unquote correctly you know i you know there's the movies i recommend off right off the bat you know like jaws and jaws and tremors would probably be be my go-to in terms of you know crafting a solid screenplay but well jaws is really the movie that really jump started kind of the creature feature kind of thing well yeah at least well yeah but what i'm saying is i would not hesitate throwing crawl into the conversation uh as well oh, yeah you know is this, am i saying that it's on the 
quality levels of Jaws or Tremors? Fuck no, it's not. But if you want to do a creature feature right, by, you know, I, I don't mean to sound like a broken record, but, you know, something that knows what it is and delivers on all fronts on the creature elements, delivers on all fronts on the disaster movie elements, and mm-hmm. it, uh, yeah, it doesn't doesn't drag its feet. It doesn't, uh, yeah. Well, what I, wanted, what I wanted to bring up was that, like, you mentioned how, like, this movie obviously knows what it is, and, like, because obviously, so Lake Placid, obviously, that's around like a kind of like a prehistoric like alligator in a in Lake Placid. Um, whereas like this movie seems a little bit more realistic, uh, realistic in the sense of like for that story, because I don't know if alligators really would try to kill people during a hurricane. But the I but the basic idea is like you don't have like character. These are just like regular people. Um, they are using all the resources they have. Um, at their disposal the creatures don't actually behave more so like the real life creatures like the alligators are behaving more like actual alligators at least that's the sense i got from watching this i wouldn't be surprised if like someone else points out otherwise or whatnot um so i mean this this feels like a more realistic scenario and i think it works on that end um also like the characters aren't like like Haley and Dave, they aren't really, they're not obviously, as Jeff pointed out, you know, they're not like the best characters, but you know what, for the story, like their conflict and like their characters, um, their development, it works. Um, cause like Haley's basically learning to kind of overcome kind of what's been going on with her. Cause well, we don't know honestly what happens, um, after, after they escape from all the alligators, but you know, basically you know she's overcome she, you know she has trouble overcoming like her own kind of shortcomings at um in college and then she's having like she's working with these issues she has with her dad and um at by the end of it she she makes the finish line she she makes it so that they survive so yeah they do survive obviously but um and to answer everyone's question like does sugar survive their dog well, I'm going to quote the nostalgia critic here and be like, sugar will live. Ah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's whatever. But no, I, 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 I yeah, this is a very it, it, broken record, but it's, it's true though. This is a very, very basic story. Like it's not something to write home about actually it's funny that you mentioned like creature features like this because you you as you were mentioning like everything about this i was thinking of like because we talked about deep blue sea and that's a movie where um even so like the cgi wasn't too bad but then i mean it was the 90s like i i think there is much of there is i think the difference between something like deep blue sea and lake placid sure to be fair i haven't seen lake placid yet but i've heard it's dog shit that's what everyone says, but the difference with that movie and something like Deep Blue Sea, and I will throw Crawl in there as well, is that they know how to use their budget more wisely. Um, I mean, I honestly, I, I was, I, I kind of wish Crawl had used some more practicals, especially for more close-up shots. But you know what? You know, I'll take the wins where I can with it because, like, honestly, in the end, it, it's, it's fun. That's what it really matters. That's what it comes down to in the end. That it's just a fun time from start to finish. And, um, and you know what? Sometimes 
it's okay for a movie to not be high art. It's okay to just have a movie come out, just say, hey, you want to see a movie with people trying to survive a hurricane and a bunch of alligators trying to trying to fuck them up? Yeah? All right, cool. Here you go. And whatever crazy idea that you probably picture in your head, odds are, with that premise being pitched to you, I would say it lives up to what the common uh, vision for a premise like that would be. And I just, I like when, uh, when something comes out, tells you exactly what it is, and then you get exactly what you expected. And in in some uh, some aspects, uh, even uh, even surpassed your your expectations. So, yeah, when uh, the uh, the moment I uh, so when I first saw this in twenty nineteen, I I was like, holy shit, this this is one of the most fun creature movies I've like. This is probably the most fun I've had at a creature feature, and uh, in the movie theater since like Piranha three D in two thousand ten, like. Uh, love that fucking movie at least too. you didn't say piranha 3dd but oh i i did it's probably the worst movie i've ever seen <laughs> uh jesus christ you just brought up a bunch of really bad memories uh, uh i'm sorry to do that fuck <laughs> movie's awful uh that's what i hear that's what i hear uh, try watching it uh but yeah maybe so- maybe drunk but <laughs> as you were saying though i was drunk when i watched it it didn't help Ah, uh, that sucks. Okay, as you were saying, though. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I would say, um, uh, or yeah, actually, when uh, after after I initially saw it, I was like trying to shout it out, like, "Yo, I know everyone was kind of shitting on on the premise of this, but this is actually pretty goddamn good." Like, and everyone, uh, pretty much everyone that went to to actually go see it came out really enjoying it and yeah i just i'm also apparently hearing uh rumors of a sequel yeah i i read about that too and i'm like i don't know how the fuck that would work the only way you could do that i think is you have to feature new characters uh i would agree I I wouldn't bring back uh the new the old characters like I, I don't would, know how you would do this. And I would say uh the only you know if you're going to do it then you got to you got to go crazier with it because it's you know if a sequel happens like I I just I expect it to actually be what everyone expected the first one to be a shitty movie. But if they do something crazy with it like off the top of my head uh, what if the alligators get into a mall or something? Like okay. a mall during like a hurricane or some shit or what? Yeah, or like something mm. like that. You know, just like uh, no, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. So like if they, so if they, you know, try to up the ante and you know do something crazy and fun and stupid with it, then yeah, like I'm I'm, I'm there day one. Um, but I'm not clamoring for a sequel or anything uh but you know because i think this movie delivers the perfect creature feature experience you know or at least the perfect modern day creature feature and you know you get what you pay for 
and unless you know like if you don't like creature features you know it's this isn't going to be the one to win you over to the genre or, or anything but if you do enjoy creature features and you're able to suspend your disbelief a little bit know what know what it is and can just either embrace what it is or just pick it apart you know like you, you can but <laughs> i i don't think you'll it's very easy to pick apart this one i'll tell you this much but you know i don't think you'll be impressing anyone intellectually for breaking down the problems with crawl <laughs> you know so which there like, aren't i mean like there i mean like there aren't like a huge amount of problems i would say but and i mean and, that's just me but but that's the thing the fact that there aren't that many noticeable problems with it i think alone is kind of an accomplishment because this isn't a genre that garners that much respect and so when one of them comes out that is done well and people actually turn up to go see it or turn out to go see it i think that's fucking cool because theatrically released creature features are not extremely common and when uh and you know when they do come out i i kind of get excited you know i mean shit i was i was pumped out of my fucking mind when anaconda's the hunt for the blood orchid came out in 2004 (laughs) wasn't that okay stop me if i'm wrong isn't that considered like a really crappy movie i love that movie i think jesus christ that movie's great what's the what's the sequel i'm thinking of with uh david hasselhoff that's uh, that's the third one. So the, uh, okay. the fir- yeah, the first two were the only ones released in theaters. Yeah, that's right. Because one of them was went went straight to DVD or like yeah, I know so, aired on Sci-Fi at one point. Yeah, so they no, made that's how it aired. Yeah, they made Anaconda three and four back to back that aired on uh-huh. Sci-Fi, and then uh, and then they uh, capped it off with Lake Placid versus Anaconda. I was about to bring that up, and I'm like, that how the fuck do you do that shit? Um, Okay, that just sounds fucking stupid. I'm sorry. That what a uh, okay. Um, the only only reason I would watch that is apparently Robert England is in it. Like, all right, I'll watch it for Robert England. Damn it! Why am I dealing with all these fucking snakes and reptiles and shit? <laughs> um, you know what? I will say I think one of the reasons why crawl works effectively is. Because I don't know how much influence he had on this, but um, one of the producers of this movie is none other than fucking motherfucking Sam Raimi. Goddamn um, right. And I'm like, because like you couldn't tell honestly if you were watching it, because yeah, it's 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 produced by him, but you couldn't tell this was produced by him. Like this had a stamp of well, Sam, approval on it. Sam Raimi produces a shitload of movies. He does. And I was speaking of which though, like there's an action movie. I I'm so like John Woo's first movie when he came to the States was hard target. And I was very surprised when I found out that Sam Raimi was one of the, that was responsible in helping him get to the States and also <laughs> nice. producing that movie. So I'm like the fuck. And actually, yeah. uh, and also I, I want to say the, uh, the director of this movie, he, uh, I think he actually directed Piranha 3D, if I'm remembering correctly, and uh, he so he did that and the uh, 
in the Hills of Eyes remake from 2006, and I think uh, both movies are very well done, dot, 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 for what they set out to do. Right. And and so this, like, uh, I think his name's Alexander... Alexandra Aha, I think. Uh, Aha, yes, something like that. Because he's a he's a French director, um, and you're right. So I'm looking at some of his credits. Yeah, so he did The Hills Have Eyes. He did Mirrors. He did. Oh, oh my God! I loved Mirrors when that came out. Um, he did Horns, which was I think that's the movie with um Daniel Radcliffe where he gets gets the horns in it um from a curse or whatnot. I'm like I remember watching. I like that was that wasn't too shabby. I I kind of liked Horns. That wasn't too bad. Um, so you know, yeah, no, you can definitely tell like if he's if that's his caliber of work, then like obviously Crawl is definitely like you as you you're right. This is is he's a director that's good in making movies that know exactly what they are, and he definitely delivers with this. Because again, the premise: stuck in during a hurricane in a crawl space with fucking alligators, and everything's flooding, and there is a and uh, everything's gonna go to shit um, real quickly. But no, they pulled it off. Um, it, all, it's it's great. I'm also a, I'm also a sucker for movies that primarily take place in one location. Well, yeah, it's a good it's a good way to save on budget. Yeah, it's kind of what they call well in television they call it a bottle episode because they just save money and just use one location. Um, I would say, I mean, this is close to being a bottle um, a bottle movie, uh, just in, in terms of like um, keeping it contained to one location. Like, for example, a very good example of like keeping it contained to one location. Another movie we talked about, Twelve Angry Men, because it just takes place wall in that one deliberation room aside from like a few scenes in the courtroom and whatnot um but yeah no because i mean for the most part you you, yeah you're you're stuck in the crawl space for like a good what would you say like 30 45 minutes about half the yeah i would say half uh, the runtime yeah i would say at least more than half the movie yeah at least a little bit more and then like the i would say the third act is when they escape the house and then they get they're like thrusted back into the house and now the objective is just to reach the act or the roof while the water like just while the yeah the levee just floods everything and the alligators get inside or whatnot um oh yeah and all yeah no also the uh the scene where uh like uh right before Haley, uh you know she she gets sucked out of the house uh as the as the water is or like as the as the hurricane's going on and she's uh on the verge of being swept away and the yeah, the the alligators like, uh, like flying right past her. Like it was giving me fucking Jumanji flashbacks. <laughs> I need to rewatch Jumanji again. That was a that's a that's a good movie. Yeah, the part, um, yeah, the part where they're uh, yeah, like the uh, the crocodiles in the is in the house while it's uh, like while it's over flooding, and then they uh, the op- uh, someone opens the front door and everything just comes flooding out, and the alligator go or the crocodile goes with them. Yeah, like the moment that happened. <laughs> Pretty much that uh, very similar setup in uh, in crawl. And I was like, God, that house in Jumanji just like went to shit. Um, that that was that house took so much like damage <laughs> or whatnot. Like it was literally like a full blown jungle by the end of that movie. Um, I know. Um, you know what? I- I'll say I'll say this much. Like we mentioned it earlier. Like the movie definitely deserves its R rating. Um, in terms of like its kills like they do not hold back on like 
how ferocious the gators are and like killing their victims like for example like the like like the last big bloody moment is uh so dave um as he rescues his dog his right arm is like ripped off from is from him by an alligator and like that's just a really brutal moment just seeing kind of like the bone kind of like ripping out a socket from uh like the elbow or whatnot as the alligator just tugs and rips it away um and then like what what's also kind of brutal is just like i don't know i I don't know like that's that's a that that should send in real realistically speaking that should send you into shock like immediately i don't know if uh dave was just high on adrenaline at that point as he's able to tourniquet his own fucking arm uh yeah it's it's it this movie is exactly what it is but um the last thing I wanted to mention about this uh, was just like, so you know how like the movie ends, like they get up to the top of the roof after narrowly escaping all the alligators. Um, by the way, there is that one, there is that one last scene I like where like Haley kind of like she's caught in a death roll by an alligator and she just takes the flare and just sticks it in the alligator's that eye. Was great. That was that was a good moment, but like no, they're they're on the top of the roof and I love how like um, I love how like. Uh, <laughs> uh um Haley just takes the flare and just raises it up um as like uh it just ends with that shot of her just like looking back at her dad smiling as the helicopter arrives i would love if like right as she's smiling like an alligator just jumps up and like freeze frames right at right at her face and then so, um, cut to credits one of my uh, that would have been my, an amazing ending so, yeah one of my favorite uh one of my favorite bad movies is crocodile 2 and there's I've a, never heard that one. Well, it's it's worth seeing, pretty much only because Martin Cove is in it. <laughs> and uh, uh, so there, there's a scene towards the end where his uh, his character uh, kills the uh, the main antagonist, and then he's flying the chopper, comes back to rescue rescue the main characters, and then out of fucking nowhere, giant crocodile comes out of the water and pulls the helicopter down <laughs> down into the water. It's so. St- <laughs> It's so stupid, but it's great. And uh, uh, yeah, great. so during the uh, during the mo- uh, last few moments of crawl, I'm like, this movie will be a flawless ten out of ten if they if they pull something like that. <laughs> but unfortunately, they didn't. It so did happen. Going back a little bit, uh, I do like uh, when Haley's on her uh, is on her way over uh, to her dad's. She she passes a sign that just says Alligator Farm, and. <laughs> And so it's so it's like okay, you know. So it reminds me of the goddamn poster of the movie. If <laughs> well, it's uh so like so at least like the movie you know sets up for okay. There's an alligator farm nearby. They got out and they went up you know through the uh, through the pipes and or uh, through the storm drains or whatever. So it's like okay, like it. So like yeah, I guess we'll uh, we'll start to wrap this one up. But yeah, my um, uh, here I'll I'll let you give your uh, closing thoughts. Well, here's my closing thoughts. Danger. Alligators are common in this area. They can be dangerous. They are known to stalk their prey. They will hunt you, and when they do, they'll probably attack you during a giant fucking hurricane, and the end results will be satisfying um obviously in all seriousness though now um you know crawl probably isn't going to be for everyone just because you know a lot of people are going to like this is so fucking stupid 
but that's kind of the point. Um, it's just a, it's just, you know, it's just a fun time from, from start to finish. I mean, like I probably would, I probably will watch this again. Um, just so I can kind of like not distract myself. Cause like, as I was watching the movie, I had fucking buffering issues. I was like, God damn it. Okay. Um, but no, I mean like I'll probably have to pay a little bit more attention just so I can, um, just really kind of like be more engaged with it. But yeah, no crawl crawls a fun crawls. Crawl is exactly what it is. And you know what? I'm, I'm okay with it. You know, it, it's, it's fun. I probably, um, wouldn't mind, watching it with friends again but yeah no that's that's how i feel about it hell what yeah. do you think sir hell yeah uh well i dug the shit out of this movie i of course uh, you did as someone who uh you know just lo- loves a good old fashioned creature feature this gave me exactly what i wanted out of it it embraced its crazy premise the the characters you know for the most part make smart logical decisions they're likable enough they're well acted uh it's it does the creature elements very well it's uh it plays with its environment very well it uh it really uh does the disaster elements very well it's uh just like the uh the director uh most of the director's filmography this guy just really knows how to essentially deliver or like reach the greatest potential of what may seem like a bare basic premise and i thought he did that very well in uh you know the hills have eyes and piranha and i thought he brought that effort uh brought that effort effortlessly into into crawl and whether or not they they do make a sequel i don't fucking know but whatever uh but (laughs) as far as uh as far as you know standalone creature features i think this is one of the best out there especially in uh in recent years so i i highly recommend it it's you know easy 90 minutes it uh you know it won't insult insults your intelligence it'll give you a decent amount of creative thrills some really kick-ass kills it'll it'll deliver on the carnage if you like if you like these kind of movies, you can't go wrong with this one. I would definitely recommend it. Well, there you go with that answer. Well, it's funny because you. So the last thing I should probably mention, um, as we as we're speaking, uh, as of this recording, um, Idris Elba's movie Beast just came out, which is um, a lion movie that takes place in, oh, yeah. in the safari. I mean, I've heard kind of mixed things about the movie. Um, or whatnot, like people are kind of mixed on the movie or whatnot, but I mean, obviously I hear Idris Elba's good. I mean, like, but that's another movie where it's like, it's a, it's a man-eating lion trying to hunt down Idris Elba and his family. It's exactly what it is. So like, hey, you know, like, you know what? There's obviously a market for like creature feature of the week movies. Um, so yeah. So do you ever see, uh, like, do you ever see a, a Ghost in the Darkness? I think, I think it's what it's called. The one with the um, Michael Douglas. I can't and, uh, say I've heard of that one. Yeah, with uh, Michael Douglas and Val Kilmer. Um, well, if it's got Val Kilmer, um, not to say I wouldn't watch it with Michael Douglas, but like, um, but Val Kilmer's the shit. But um, yeah, no, I've never heard of this one. Yeah, so it's uh, uh, so it takes place in like the nineteen nineteen uh, tens, I believe, and oh, really uh, yeah, so it's uh, so it follows like the construction of this uh, railroad in uh, in Africa, I believe, and. Val Kilmer is one of the guys responsible for uh, for the construction, but uh, 
you know, the construction stops because everyone, because there's a ton of people getting killed by lions. And oh, okay. So it's, uh, yeah. So basically, it's kind of like the plot of Tremors 4, except it's with real animals. <laughs> yeah, Tremors 4 <laughs> with lions. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I like that. <laughs> uh, awesome. I, I I'm, I'm so surprised it came up with that callback. But yeah, when you described as you're describing the plot, I'm like, this sounds exactly like Tremors Four. <laughs> oh shit, dude. But yeah, oh, man. Uh, so I'm uh, as someone who's just a sucker for anim- the animal attack genre. I think this is one of the one of the uh, better one of the better ones, one of the better crafted out there. And yeah, so I'd say. Uh, you know, in terms of uh, in terms of like the go-to creature features, I would recommend you know Jaws, Tremors, uh, Crawl. I would definitely recommend Crawl. Uh, something like deep, mm. something like Deep Blue Sea, um, which we have reviewed. So check out that episode. Also check out or the that movie. Also ch- check out that movie. Deep Blue Sea fucking slaps. Uh, don't check out the sequels. Um, but whatever. <laughs> no, no, don't do that. Uh, <laughs> but but before you do before you watch those movies, check out Crawl. Oh yeah, check Killer Alligators, and uh, well, alligators are killers anyway. But alligators and Hurricane, good mix. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks guys for joining this. Uh, for this actually, believe it or not, Jeff, this is our fortieth installment. Oh shit. And we've only been back. And we only just came back recently. So, yeah. So, here's to the next 10. Definitely going to have to plan out the 10th. I mean, the 50th somehow. We'll do some sort of fun thing with that. But, uh, anyways, guys, thanks for thanks for joining us here for this installment. Um, be sure to like and subscribe uh, to our channel. If you have any suggestions, any comments you want to leave us, like on any of our videos, just leave a comment. Let us know. Um, ring that bell button or whatever the fuck. Um, and of course, uh, follow us on the Instagram page at tnapcast, T-N-A-A-P-C-A-S-T. And of course, uh, we're also on Spotify and Apple. But yeah, that's where we're at. Um, so yeah, that's that's going to be it for this fine installment of the show. Um, so my party message to you guys, um, if you're going to be in a hurricane, don't let it be in a crawl space. There might be alligators in there. You better get the fuck out of there, out of Dodge. That's my advice to you. So, uh, so my my advice, uh, go and skip the Sharknados and just go for the hurricanes and alligators. It, it's a better. Trust time. me, there there's better CGI in this movie. They know actually what the fuck they're doing in this movie. It it's a better combination. It is indeed. So, all right, folks. Um, in the meantime, this has been Eric. Later. Beautiful, Jeff. And stay shiny, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Next level. Next level. Next level.